0: It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ on demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. So imagine you get your wedding pictures back and you realize your delinquent 13-year-old nephew wrecked every single one of them. Who's really responsible for this? That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go talking to Nina a couple of seconds ago she had just got married and the pictures didn't go so well
1: my sister's son and I won't say his name I won't say her name he's ruined every single one of my pictures and like yes i don't know if this is like the young generation or what where they're like blocking their face they don't want their face to be seen they don't they didn't get permission for their face to be seen or whatever so he, he looks like he's throwing up gang signs in every single one of my wedding pictures which we were going to use for like family photos and printing and like valentine's day right like get our money's worth
2: and now i can't use a single one and i think my sister should have to pay for that
1: has liam
0: gotten to this point yet where he's like don't take my picture he
2: would not oh well okay so now I have to check with him so he's at that age where he's like before you post anything I want to make sure I want to set some eyes on it make sure I look fly but other than that he would never ruin somebody's wedding photos oh my god like the wrath
0: both my boys went through it where they're like don't take my picture don't take my picture I go "Uh, where are you what are you afraid of what's going on here Well, it's their personal Yeah, I guess, but, like, my daughter was never that way. So, I mean, what would you do? Jake, how are you this morning, man? Good, how are you? Good. Who should be paying for all this? She thinks that, Nina thinks that maybe the sister should fit the bill for this. I have a different thought, but I want to know yours first.
3: I bet you we have the same thought. The wedding photographer.
0: Yes, yes. yes. Why Um, doesn't that person, the guy or the girl, shut
3: that down? I have uh, friends that are wedding photographers and they are tyrants when it comes to wedding photos, like stand this way, put your arm here. Don't put your hand in your pocket. Yep. And if your wedding photographer wasn't doing that, well, they suck.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. You have to be bossy. You have to make sure that the bride is getting what she is paying for because that bride's going to talk to another bride, going to talk to another bride. But I, I think there are two people. I think it's the mom that, The sister that should have looked at those and said, oh, my God, this is mortifying. I'm going to pay for this. And then the next call is to the photographer. What
0: do wedding pictures cost nowadays, you know, Jake?
2: Thousands and thousands.
0: Like three grand minimum? So you can't, but I mean, think about this. Having to go to your sister and go, you owe me $3,000 because your kid's a delinquent.
2: Well, he's not in every photo.
0: I know, but uh, enough of them that they were ruined. So I guess my biggest question with, with all of this then is... I should, uh, she hung up, but I want to ask Nina when when we get back a hold of her, I bet you this was a family friend or a friend, like not an actual, you know, like, all right, you don't, if you don't know anybody that's a photographer, what do you do? You go, let me look them up. Let me, let me start Googling wedding photographers in our area. I would bet dimes to donuts that this is like a family friend that said, I can take all your pictures. And they were afraid to get really, you know, like you said, they were very, very technical about the pictures. I bet you they let it go. And now she's like, I don't know what to do because I only spent. $400 $400 on these. Wow.
2: I'd love to hear from a photographer. Is it that easy to check every single face and every single photo as you keep clicking and clicking and clicking? I assume every, that's a fast process. So,
3: Every photographer that I've seen do weddings, and I've been at many, many weddings, it's take a picture, look at the screen. Take a picture, yeah. look at okay. the screen. Yeah. So it's like, you can't tell me that you're, that you're not noticing that. So I agree with JJ. I mean, I bet it was a family friend or, you know, someone... That wasn't necessarily a professional. I yeah. mean, they certain, didn't, certainly didn't act like a professional. But
2: you I, cannot, you can't recreate that day, which makes this whole thing so sad. Jake,
0: you ever been, just off topic here real quick, you ever been to a wedding where the bride wasn't good looking and they <gasps> kept saying, oh, you're looking so beautiful and you had to hold back a laugh. You ever been to one of those? Can I plead the fifth? Yeah, listen, I've been to my fair share and my wife, she's, <laughs> she's good about like pinching me right in my like fat spots. You know what I mean? Like when where you it's chuckle. gonna, where it's gonna leave a bruise. Well, she's like, "Oh, you look so gorgeous," and I just go, "You're, so,
2: well, you're listen, the rudest person I'm on not, the planet." It's not
0: rude; it's honest. People want honesty. Not on their wedding. You should <laughs> tell them you you look like a gargoyle. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jake. Have a great morning, man. Spoke with Nina a few seconds ago, and she just got married. And when all the pictures came back, she realized. Her uh, Hitler Youth of a Nephew has decided to throw up gang signs and cover his face in all these pictures. Make
2: That's faces. So- I mean, thousands of dollars are spent on wedding photos. So sh- her thing is, should I call my sister and ask for her to pay for some of it? You pay for all the ones that you're teen. He's he's a teenager. This is not a four year old that doesn't want his photo taken. A teenager who knows better at his aunt's wedding. Um, but then somebody had just called. Jake had called and said... I think it's the photographer's fault. I think so
0: too. I agree. So, Uh, so let's get a photographer on. Hi, Emily. How are you?
4: Hi, I'm a little infuriated listening to this. What's
0: uh, what's your angle on this? Who's at fault?
4: Okay, so I can't speak to the specific photographer, but I have been shooting weddings for over ten years, and I also agree with Jake. I do review my my camera, my settings, but it's also important to know that if it is a professional photographer that um, has a good reputation in business, insurance, all of that, they are not responsible for personal um, participation. I mean, we can do everything we can to encourage good behavior, but the child who is uncooperative um, in my case, I would contact or talk to the bride and say, hey, I've got this going on. What would you like me to do? Should we move on or not? Um, so I, I tread lightly. I don't know what the photographer did in this situation, but yeah. um, we are not responsible for uncooperative subjects. Period. Would
2: you feel comfortable enough when you see an 11, 12, 13 year old in the photo continuously making faces? Would you say, all right, I'm going to need you to stop doing that and call them out? Or would you, you'd stop everything? Percent. Okay, good. Good. I do
1: that with
4: men and women uh, all I the time. Yeah, I knew I
0: knew she was gonna go. And they're those those guys that were bar hopping before the pictures yeah. that we gotta reel those guys in all the time.
4: Exactly. So I again treading lightly. Not sure what the exact scenario is, but a professional would definitely have um, the ability to call it out. We see it all the time, regardless of age or gender or anything like that. So. Well,
0: thanks for your expertise. Oh, by the way, a lot of people are texting that this could be photoshopped. Is that even a possibility?
2: Uh, for a price, sure.
0: Oh, got you can take it, got you can it. take
2: people out of photos so, you can do it on your cell phone are you
0: telling me emily that if you had one decent picture of this kid you could probably photoshop it into the rest of them but it would just cost you some
4: for sure for uh, sure then, i mean one photo is not a big deal but if we're talking like hundreds sure but then that's um, the call yeah, to the sister go back right? to the contract yeah go back to the contract and talk to your photographer yeah but yeah you can definitely do it as long as there's one
0: perfect right. loving your input thanks for being here we appreciate you
4: okay Bye. see ya. Nope, take care I'm I'm off. Sorry,
0: but she's, she's <laughs> off hi Lori. how are you
3: Hi, I'm good.
0: Good. Got some thoughts on this?
3: Yeah, so I am coming from, like, the sister's perspective because I've got three teenage boys, and they've all gone through this time where they just – do not want to have their picture taken. It's all the social media, and I have to tell them, you know, this is a picture I just want for me. Or I'll say, are you okay if I put this on Facebook? It's just my friends on my Facebook. Yeah. But here's the thing is, as a parent, if no one has alerted me to my child doing this, like I'm probably not standing by my child in wedding pictures, and I have a sister, so if no one said anything to me in the moment, I have no option to correct it. So, like, if I had that happen to me, I would be like, okay, now you need to, you know, smile for the pictures or you need to cooperate or you're going to have consequences. And then I have an opportunity to correct it in the moment. If this didn't happen, like, if nobody alerted the sister to this, like, how is she possibly responsible? Yeah,
0: it it sounds like nobody knew anything of this happening until they got the pictures back and they're like, oh, look at Timmy.
2: But, like, you as a person, what would you do? Would you look at those photos and offer to pay just a little bit? Not a chance.
3: Wow. If, all it, right. if, it was, if it was alerted to me that my child was not behaving in the situation and then it was not corrected, I would say, yes. Okay, I feel bad because my child's obviously, I, like, I would still have consequences for my child. But I would be like,
2: how in the world was I supposed to know that he wasn't cooperating if no right. one said anything?
0: Spoken yeah. like a mom with three teenage sons. Sorry. Exactly. So
2: I think we can all just say it was the photographer's fault in this. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. someone needed to say something in the moment uh, if it was an issue.
0: Yeah, mm, gotcha. All right, but, thanks, Lori. Appreciate your thoughts this morning. Have a great day.
2: Yeah. All right. You too. Bye. Take care. I don't think it's going to be a surprise with the big basketball buff that he is, but he wants me to find on Amazon a vintage Michael Jordan, uh, like a poster. Yeah, the one where he's dunking. Okay, you know, and he wants it framed, and that's our plan. We want everything to look like really classy, framed. Yeah. Like behind glass. I had
0: like Michael Jack- or Michael Jordan posters in my room and it was like always putty just or gum for, yeah, four thumbtacks. That's what it was. It wasn't a frame job.
2: Yeah. And so I have canvas photos. I got this really cool ring that sticks out from the wall that you put a basketball on okay. and it kind of just floats there. That's going to be pretty cool. So we're kind of getting it all together and then we're going to assemble it all. But I was like, you know, back in my, my day, I had like hotties on my wall aside from that president's poster that my dad made me have. <laughs> With all the presidents. He's like, you will learn something, You'll love my dear. Reagan. But um, I had Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I had Leo DiCaprio, but that was his, um, what was the show? It was a Growing Pains yeah. Day when he was the friend, not Boner, but what, he had a different yeah. name on was it, there. Was it
0: Growing Pains?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so he was my jam. I had so many guys from my Tiger Beat magazine that I got every other week in the mail. And there was always that centerfold. You know how Playboys had the centerfold? I always got the the latest one, and it was
0: awesome. I had the Michael Jordan, and then I had a big giant Cubs kind of flag. I
2: thought you had the Claudia, room. or was it when I got Claudia to, Schiffer, when I or? No,
0: it was uh, Cindy, Crawford. Uh, Cindy Crawford, the one where she's in that, like, uh, bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah, had that when I was in college. But then my favorite ones, though, I had a Grateful Dead bear black light yeah. in college. So it was fuzzy, but when you turn the black light on in your room and, um, and then I also had a big Gumby that was a black light. yeah. And okay. so, uh, you know, when things would get a little bit, uh,
2: that was a more I, hazy, I got where you're then,
0: going. uh, then the black light would come on. Oh, and then do you know that you can take a, like a vodka bottle, like a one seven five when the vodka has gone, you can pop the top, take the inside of a highlighter, dump it in there, fill it full of water. And it'll glow like in a black light, like a light, like a lantern.
2: No way. Yeah.
0: I discovered that. (laughs) Uh, The weird part was, was long after I had moved out of college, I had had put all this stuff in storage. And when Trish and I got married, I remember, you know, moving the stuff to our first place. And you could still smell what was inside those, (laughs) those black light posters. Yeah. They had just that, that smell about it. So what was the big one that you had? The one that you want to think Heavy about the one you think about all the time, and we may be disturbed by Jennifer's here. What was yours?
1: My mom was kind of worried about me because <laughs> I really liked Tom Selleck from Three Men and a Little Lady. Oh, I don't know if you guys remember I. that show? Yes, totally. he was like Daddy,
2: Daddy. Oh, <laughs>
1: and, God. Um, Enough. I had, yeah, I really liked like the dad figures. I like I thought the facial hair and like you know riding on the motorcycle, and so I had him plastered all over my wall. I think I also may have had. Like a Steven Dorff, who was an older guy. <laughs> like all these older, scarier men. My mom was really nervous, but I think I turned out okay. What's trending? What's
2: trending? Trending today is a beautiful proposal out of San Francisco. This man who is spending 12 years in prison proposed to his now fiance, so obviously she said yes. But he had this elaborate beautiful white floral setup where she would walk through all these white roses to a huge white rose heart and inside the white rose heart was an iPad where he asked her to marry him. <laughs> not going to come out of jail to put the ring on your finger. So, yeah, somebody had to be responsible for that. How do you that. pull
0: that off while you're in prison?
2: That's a lot of phone calls to make, a lot of letters to send out. A lot of making sure that all the facts are checked, all the T's are crossed to make it go off Yeah, it seems a like hitch. a
0: heavy, heavy movement. Like, you got to say yes to that kind of proposal.
2: You would think. Um...
0: Yes, I love you. C you in 10. Do
2: you know how to make any prison food? I know how to make prison nachos. And I could make a hell of a bunk cake if I had certain ingredients smuggled in. And what are prison nachos? Prison nachos. Sit down for this. Prison nachos <laughs> are, if you go to like um, Target, they have the generic nacho rounds. Okay? Yep,
0: yep. I like nacho rounds.
2: And you get a can of Hormel chili. Okay. And then you get some nacho cheese in the can, so the real stuff. Oh. And then... You just microwave it. If you're lucky enough, you'll find someone that can get jalapenos in. Mm. That wouldn't be
3: uh, well,
0: an easy I piece. Smuggle those. <laughs> um, but uh, do you do is it just like a walking taco then? Do you get you have it in the bag?
2: But you got to keep in true prison form and have it only in Tupperware. So you can't have a plate or anything like that. You got to make it all in oh. Tupperware, you only get all tupper, in You one. don't get
0: plates in prison? You only get Tupperware?
2: I don't make the rules. <laughs>
0: I, you obviously don't follow him either.
2: Feel that recipe if you want to, but this beautiful couple is what's trending today.
0: So much to decompress after spending a week in paradise with some amazing listeners. But uh, we, uh, Trish and I, take the bus back with listeners to Burst Travel, and then everybody gets in their car, and we all say goodbye, and we'll see you next year. And we're headed home, and our 16 year old son uh, had. Texted. He's like, "Are you guys, you know, on your way home?" We're like, "Yep, yep." He's like, right, cool. I'll, I'll wait up." And we get home. We bring in our bags, and my wife is excited to see the dog. And Nolan, how was your week? How was this? You know, I know you had some baseball stuff going on. We're going through all this, and as we're just kind of decompressing, he stops and he looks at me. He goes, "Something I gotta tell you." Oh no. And. Two things about this. Number one, I'm grateful that he knows he can just talk to me and I'm not going to wig out no matter what it is. Yeah. And he understands that actions have consequences. He's a full understanding member of this tribe. And I said, what happened? Now, with this said, my daughter had come back from college, stayed with him for a few days. So it wasn't like our 16-year-old was all alone. But we are always the family that says, if you want to have people over, please do. You guys can use the hot tub, you can play ping pong, you can watch the big screen, play pool, whatever the deal is, right? And we love when they have their friends over because we feel like they're good kids. And he goes, uh, we were playing pool and uh, there's a hole in the sheet rock now. And oh, man. our basement's big enough where we've never had an incident like this before. I go, all right, well, it's not the end of the world. And I go downstairs and I take a look at it and I said, you just explain to me how this happened and he goes well you know my friend he doesn't play a lot of pool and he was really excited and he just kind of you know the stick went back and it hit the wall and I'm like all right you know it happens Stuff oh happened.
2: he didn't launch a ball no, a break no 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 it okay. was just
0: uh he just went to hit a ball and the cue stick hit the wall and it kind of went through a soft spot in the sheet rock and I said all right whatever I'll fix that that's not that big of a problem and in my mind because the way I used to set it up with my parents I would start with something small like this yeah knowing that my dad would not wig out but then I'd lead up into something bigger, yeah. and I'd lead up into something. So I, I go, all right, and we go back upstairs, and I said, I can fix that tomorrow. I go, what else? And <laughs> he goes, that's it. Oh, wow. I said, you're kidding me. That's it. The whole time we were gone, that's the only little thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for the next 12 to 36 hours, you know, you kind of make your way through your home, and <laughs> there's rappers for this and rappers for this, and I'm like, all right, they're a spoiled third child, and they're kind of a pig, mm-hmm. and that, that was it. So it made me start thinking about when my parents would go away, what happened at our place? Like I had one guy start our carpet on fire, yeah, because he was smoking weed and a little bud got blown out, uh-huh. and it, it was this big hole in our berber carpet in our basement. He just
2: moved the chair over. It was the in the carpet. middle oh. of
0: the floor, <laughs> so there was no way to do anything about this. So what I did is I spilt juice on it. Oh, okay. And then what I did is I scrubbed and I scrubbed and I scrubbed, and those fibers just kind of all a little bit meshed together, and I got all the burnt fibers out of there. Where did that
2: brainchild come from? And then I hit it
0: with the little shampooer that they had. Yeah. And so when my old man came home and he goes, Hey, what happened down there? And I said, Oh, you know, I spilled juice. I'm really, really sorry. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to scrub it, and I hit it with the shampooer and stuff like that. <laughs> and deep down, I think he knew it was something more, but he appreciated the effort. Yeah. Do you ever have a situation where mom and dad went away, you threw the party, mm-hmm. and then you had to come to terms with what happened?
2: I never threw a party, but you know what I loved to lead with when I was a teen? I loved the I'm pregnant, you know, like 14, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then and then you say, just kidding, I accidentally left the window open in the living room and there was a rainstorm and I slept right through it and the carpet was soaked all the way through the entire living room. So that actually happened when they went to Paris. Um, it was a huge rainstorm and I just, I left all the windows open because I'm like, oh, the night storm air, it's going to be so nice. And just drenched the carpet my mom's brand new berber carpet so aside from that there's probably some uh, i like mold that lead though. under there
0: yeah not, not that uh teenage pregnancy is anything to joke about but if you you're can only lead, go up from if you're there. gonna lead with something yes. you want to get that shock factor out of the way you're right the carpet smelling dungy yeah is nothing compared to your 14 year old having to go through a pregnancy by yourself exactly herself. so that's what i was looking for this morning if you got any that you want to share uh hit us up real quick with a caller or a text but what was the time that you probably threw a party? Your parents were out of town. Maybe they were out of the country. Something really bad happened. How did you approach that? Or did you f- cover it up? <laughs> Thinking $5,000 on a Finally Friday would be pretty decent for you. During the live show Friday morning at 635, we're going to give you an opportunity to win $5,000. And the best part is it takes about 30 seconds of your day. Again, it's 635 Friday morning. Right now, let's wrap up the podcast.
2: So my friend Angie, I think, has one of if you can do it, if you have the skills to be an interior designer, what a cool job she has been doing this for uh, I've known her for 13 years and she her clientele is getting more like she just did a few homes around Lake Minnetonka and now she's doing one on the golf course coming up uh, next week. And she had sent me a couple of these huge paintings that she bought and she's like, do you think that they'll like these. Do you like them? I'm like, I'm the last person yeah, to why ask. Yeah, is she
0: asking you? I have
2: no aesthetic and nothing on my walls at home. So I'm like, don't even ask me. But um, she goes into these people's homes, which they're massive homes. So you know that they're kept up. They have cleaners, house cleaners. I want to know from anybody, if you work in a field where you have to go inside people's homes, what is the strangest thing that you've seen? Uh, the people that could qualify for this are realtors. You're in and out of these homes. I remember my, my cousin, Stephanie, was our realtor for our first home. And she brought us to this house in Sock Rapids. It was a red house. And we go in and everything is just so dark and dingy. And they didn't clean anything. And there were like pots and pans in the in the sink. I don't know if they remembered that there was a showing that day. But she looked mortified. She was like, oh, my God.
0: I can do you one better based on the naked stuff i saw when we toured a home really why so, would
2: you why were you touring, your,
0: touring no 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 touring a home well we were looking for a house and we oh, had been okay. alerted to this and as we were looking through it
2: all oh. of a sudden
0: n- not just nudity yeah. but nudity of people you knew all right that's where it got freaky so i'll tell you about that plus ashley is a realtor And I want to bring her on next because she had chimed in early about this. What she saw when she took some clients through one of the houses was absolutely mortifying. So if you've been through a situation like this, you're maybe in the business, you're doing some decorating, you're a realtor. What is the just the absolute mind-blowing thing you saw when you walked in that house? We're talking about like when you go through someone's home whether you're a realtor, whether you're an interior decorator and uh, you see something that just is off putting for you.
2: Yeah. Either you, you could be a plumber. So many people go inside other people's homes that, um, you know, you have to do something with cable or do some housework on an interior. But my friend Angie is an interior designer and she's got some work to do in a big house on the golf course coming up next week. And and uh, she's always like, you know, most of the houses that she has now are in pristine shape. But back in the day, you know, she'd go at a stage for realtors, you know. Oh, yeah. And so she would go in and there would just be mold on the wall. So they would have to deal with that. And um, I can't even imagine. But other people don't always live how you live.
0: So this is about 10 years ago. And Trish and I were looking at, you know, getting a little bit more real estate. We wanted a little bigger house. We want a little bit more yard. And our uh, real estate guy goes, hey, you really should see this house. It's exactly what you're looking for. And we roll up and we're like, oh, my gosh, this place is great. And we're walking through. and I'm like, oh, the kitchen is exactly what we want. And we go upstairs to the bedroom. And we had my, at the time, 12-year-old son with. And he stops in his tracks right in front of us. And yeah. I go, wait, what?
2: And he goes, look, at there's a naked
0: lady. And I said, <laughs> Wait, not a
2: human, a photo.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, Now, you do whatever you want. I don't care. But I know some people will go so far as to have some really classy nudes taken of your husband or your wife. A boudoir shoot. right? But this had no clothing at all. Yeah. And it was an eight by ten on the nightstand.
2: Yeah. Now, what a good way to wake up, right? Um. A friend of mine. Oh my gosh, she had twins, and she did a photo shoot where she was breastfeeding both of them, holding them like footballs, you know. And that was a massive canvas in their living room. And I was like, "Okay, now, all right, you're home." Oh,
0: the best part about seeing this eight by ten on the nightstand. My son was at the time playing hockey with that kid. Oh my, who God. his parents? So we barely knew the parents, <laughs> and he's like. I knew immediately he was going to go to go school yeah. and go, I saw your mom naked. And I said, you can't say anything <laughs> no, about this. That's I a house said, secret. Because we were planning on buying, like we liked it that much that we were planning on buying it. And then it, the, the negotiations just kind of went south at one point. But he remembers that and still talks to that kid about that to this day. We'll say, hey, I saw your mom naked. And I'm like, you can't hold that over another person. That's really bad. Uh, Now, I want to bring Ashley on because we know that in real estate, you're seeing some stuff when you walk into somebody else's house. And sometimes it gets a little funky, right?
4: Oh, as a realtor, I've seen quite a, quite a bit of fun. Uh, but this one probably tops it. Um, so I had a, a big showing. Um, and I had emailed the client the night before, you know, just making sure, like, hey, I'm going to be bringing this, this person in to see um, the house. And I just want to make sure everything's in tip-top shape. And um, I go there the next day with this potential buyer. And everything, you know, is looking good so far. We're going room to room, checking things out. And it's going well. Well, until you know, we go to the bathroom and there's a huge turd. Just no. A small, no, massive
2: turd just flip. Do you under my face turned right? <laughs> I was. Oh my I gosh! Mean, you know, it's not like they didn't want to s- not sell their home. I bet they were just in a hurry and left it there. But you what know did what did they do?
0: Even better is if there was a turd and no toilet paper in there. That would have made the story even better. Yuck! <laughs> Let's begin now. And we back. Let's go. Good morning. It's and JJ. Hi. How you been? I'm fine. Just low key.
2: <laughs> I, I just did so many woohoo's, hoos you know. I'm west. out of woohoo's. hoos I'm, I'm out of woo-hoos. And I'm just, yesterday was a good day. I got so much done. I love that we took that day off just because uh, getting back to life and getting things in order. But that was a hell of a trip.
0: It was a great trip. That was trip. fun. I uh, had a
2: really good time.
0: Every so. year, I feel like the group of people that we bring to Mexico with us gets a little bit cooler. Yeah, and I think this year was the coolest. It was the it was the coolest people that I hadn't met yet that I got to
2: know. Yeah, we you know had what I mean? a, age range of seventy four to twenty four. Yeah, and the twenty four year olds were pouring shots into the seventy four year old's mouth, and it was like we'll talk more about Mexico in a minute. But I want you to pick out one of your favorite moments there no easily easily all right yeah, so no uh, aside from you know weird travel stuff I, I mean it was just perfect and we had one rainy day but they had sushi rolling they had bingo they had music trivia they had a dance contest so i mean they were ready
0: it was a pretty so, epic trip yeah. you're gonna hear all about it and see more about it Marsha first person of Texas welcome back so oh, thank you we Marcia. appreciate you uh, guys gonna be a fun show for you so thanks uh, number one for allowing us to you know take a few days off and spend that time in Mexico with some listeners if you hear about it today and you're thinking uh, man I got to be part of this in the future yeah. uh, I'm ho- uh, I can't even really say that I'm hoping that there will be seats available for next year's trip just after Almost everybody getting off the bus when we got back to St. Cloud. All right, we'll see you next year. All right, we'll see you next year. All right, we'll see you next year. What a year. good problem. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this thing's going to be sold out before it goes on sale. You know
2: what I did realize, though? Like, when I got back, I started reading some stuff, like news feeds and everything like that. And I get I get how people could not know what's going on in the world. Like, Jared sure. Leto, you know how he came out of that retreat and it had been COVID for, like, four months oh, yeah. already? He's like, what's going on? I get it. You're, you just live... The paradise life. You're in a
0: little bubble. Yeah. And uh, and all the food's prepared for you and all your, I mean, (laughs) I remember every morning I'd wake up and I'd look at my wife and I'd go, what do you want to do today? And she'd kind of giggle. I'd be like, it's the same day of greatness. (laughs) Other than your dignity, anything you left in Mexico?
2: Mm -hmm. I left my favorite face cream that I just paid Mm. at the dermatologist like $90 for. Mm. Left that right behind the sinks. You know how the sinks are up like bowls. And uh, back
0: there, yeah, I was just
2: hiding back there. But aside from that, I just had like the best buzz. You know, I did the water vodka with Propel oh, yeah, yeah. or uh, some Pedialyte. And that really those tequila shots, though, they did a lot of people in. <laughs> I would bring your own clear tequila because the brown tequila is no bueno. But um, other than that, their drinks were on point. You Note know I didn't have an iceberg. Even after I said I should grab lot? an iceberg. I didn't do that. But I loved that they made a massive, thing, a, a wok of paella. They've never cooked out. I didn't
0: eat any of that. Was it really good, though? It
2: was so good. It was so good. I had, they had mussels in there. They had huge shrimp with eyes, which kind of turned people off. But you have to be worldly, like me. And so I had some uh, shrimp with eyes, and it was rice, and it was so good. And uh, the food was delicious, like normal. I mean, I thought the entertainment crew was better than they've ever they're been. They're good. Yeah. They're really good.
0: Other so. than, uh, know, I unpacked yesterday and just kind of started going through inventory, left one of our world famous KCLD Party Plane to Paradise Bubba mugs behind. Oh, yeah. Don't know what happened to that. Okay. And uh, one of our floaties got left behind as well. Really? Really? So I'm feeling kind of bad, but then I'm like, all right, well, the bug mug didn't cost me anything. The floaty was $8, so uh, not a bad trip in all. So uh, a lot of people ask right away when we get back, uh, when can we sign up for next year? Uh, What we like to do is make sure that the airlines don't change patterns. Usually it's a fly out on a Friday morning and back on a Tuesday afternoon. And so uh, if they hold steady to that, we should have you guys uh, trip details, you know, probably within the next couple of months
2: went to the spa. That was amazing. And then also, um uh, we did the pong tournament, which I went Facebook live for. and so many people rooting for their favorite team to win. <laughs> Big John's great. team won. If you haven't watched it, it is electric. and uh, at the end, somebody won for first place five hundred, second was three hundred. And then third it was a hundred and 100. then a hundred
0: for uh, just a random giveaway. So, yeah. I love
2: giving away people are about money to people because then big John took his wife upstairs to the jewelry store and bought her some jewelry and then they were going to do like the jet ski ride. Someone took a jet ski out and were following this pod of dolphins and then they were swimming with turtles and so magical. I love that. A lot of
0: cool stories pop out of our Potty paradise, uh, party plane to paradise, a party plane to paradise, Potty patty. Uh, but uh, yeah. And then pe- meeting people, so many Minnesota people down there Yeah, and the people from other countries, other states and just stuff like that. And it was just like a, you know, there's like 500 people at this resort and they're all cool and they all had the same agenda every single day. And that was just to relax and chill out. And so it got to be a pretty cool thing.